we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't so don't ever bring you guys around me. Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here, and I'm with my co-host, none other than Armin. Arms, what's up? I'm doing good, Eddie. How are you? Um, I'm doing better. I feel like this is the life, you know, like this is the life I'm living. Um, so things are going okay right now, you know. I'm just trying to get more into the groove of things, trying to figure out, like, what my new routine is, because now without work, you know, it's a little different. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. And the new normal, it's like one week later, all of a sudden, there's a new new normal. Yeah, you know? everything is changing constantly. So yeah. I'm just trying to figure it all out. But um, yeah, one thing we do have is of, Bravo. We do. And Bravo has been keeping me a lot of company, as I bet has been doing for you. Um, I've been watching like everything. And I, you know what I did see? I saw that um, they're doing, it's on Hulu, but they're doing a marathon of NYC prep on oh. bravo um it, this episode might air this episode might be posted after that's already been on air but check your local listings and see um yeah because you know i've always loved nyc prep and i've told you how much i've loved it for a long time i wanted to do a reality rewind on that yeah you've been a long time advocate of the the rewind podcast for nyc prep people have been into it too yeah, I mean, now that it's on Hulu, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll look into it. Maybe, maybe something will pop up. Maybe something will, maybe something will happen. Yeah, no promises, but you know, it could be a treat in the foreseeable promises, future. Promises, promises, like three LW. <laughs> We're getting no promises. Um, she had a crazy live recently that I don't know if any of you guys saw, but um, but uh, speaking of craziness, let's talk about our ladies in Atlanta because that's what this podcast is about. R H O A. Um, the ladies have just returned from Greece back to the land of the peaches and everything's happening everywhere. Like you said, I'm in this episode, a lot of like little nuggets that like are, you know, important pieces that we, that we needed to watch, but it was, it felt like it was, everyone had a, like a little storyline going on. I kind of felt the same way. A lot of little nuggets and I'm not sure exactly where it's heading in terms of the finale. Mm-hmm. A part of, I think, my disorientation with this episode, at least, was that I thought you had told me this was the finale. I think I might have. <laughs> so I was watching it as if it was a finale episode, and I'm like, yeah. nothing's really concluding here. <laughs> and then I remember when it ended. I think it actually ends on the Candy and Todd argument, right? Yeah. I was like, this is the weirdest finale ever, until I realized I'm, it wasn't so a finale. I'm so sorry, because I definitely lied and told you that it was the finale. So that's on me. I was super disoriented watching this episode because of that fact. I, it's funny how your perspective can change your viewing. Yes, 100%. Like, when you watch a pilot, you expect a lot of setting up, or even a premiere of a new season. A lot of setting yeah. up of new characters, of new themes, etc., when you watch a finale, you're looking for conclusion. So I was watching it from that perspective. I am, for this podcast, able to kind of like step out of that POV that I had and kind of look yeah. at it for what it was. But now yeah. I'm wondering, when is this season going to end? Because I feel I like there's still kind of a lot of thread, like a lot of runway being built. Yeah. 
Like, is the Candy and Todd thing supposed to wrap up next week? I guess I they no could idea. wrap it up next week, but they're just they they're just but starting it, therapy. It seems like it's just starting. Yeah, so that, I don't that know. feels like I mean, a season. Uh, sorry, episode four storyline. I, I don't know. I know that you know what okay, I mean. So I don't know how many weeks they have left. I mean, they're filming the reunion virtually. We now know that this is the truth. They are doing the virtual reunion. Um, How many episodes do you think there are before the reunion, though? That's what I'm trying to think about. Maybe like four. Wow. We have four weeks left. Three or four. Because this is episode 20. Oh, then we only have two episodes left. For sure. Yeah. The, usually it's tw- it's 22 to 24 episodes a season. That's what I'm Actually, saying. There could be four 20. or five. I think there's only going to be two. Okay. I think it's going to be a 22-episode season right. with the finale included in that and then we have the reunion so i think we have two episodes left on um, the virtual reunion i said this idea on i think i said it i don't know where i said was it was a tv co i think it was on tv co did you hear this where i wanted to i think atlanta should have their like they should send all the atlanta ladies to like the love is blind pods right we talked about it i mean yeah. i couldn't talk with you because the chat wasn't working i have no idea how that works i don't know how you have like guest stars on i definitely messed that up yeah i gotta email somebody Big about time. that <laughs> um like how can we both do the video time um because I accepted you, I just it just didn't want to accept you. Um, but yes, but I was saying so since they're doing Eddie, wait, plug plug TV Co real quick. I mean, we might as well oh, we just reference well, it. Duh, yeah, we're like <laughs> talking about TV Co like it's some like coded thing. Like guys, we have this cool show Monday night, seven p.m. Pacific time, ten p.m. Eastern time. It's called um, Hot and Bravo live <laughs> on TV Co. That's what it's called, um, and it's basically us on this really cool app that you can download by searching TVCO. And what this app is, is it's live shows from like a ton of different people. We're on it. There's other podcasters. There's a bunch of people from Big Brother. So if you guys are fans of that, you can tune into them and watch their live shows as well. But definitely watch us Monday nights, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. It's usually me and Armin. Sometimes it's just me when I do it solo and we just talk all things Bravo. Before quarantine, we used to do it live together Together. in person now we're trying to figure out this guesting feature where i could call in but it didn't quite work last week so i was just Uh, typing it not work super well uh but yeah like eddie is stressing this is live so you could join us and ask questions and stuff so yeah download tv co uh mondays 7 p.m pacific time we'll talk some atlanta um but i just am nervous for the reunion if they're gonna have like a bunch of different like types of wi-fi a bunch of different camera like qualities like right. i don't want it to be i don't want it to like someone to have a really good camera and someone to have like a, like a nokia like old crappy phone you know what i mean like i need everyone to have hd i need everyone's internet to be on i need no one to be able to leave and i think they need to do that in a studio but just keep everyone separated but just like have them being videotaped like in a room you know what i mean instead of like calling in from their houses I, I feel what you're saying. And your idea, which you didn't quite get into, was the love is blind idea. Do you, yes. Do you like, get put them that? in the pods. We'll just get them in the pods. Like, that's all that they need is just put these ladies in the pods and have them fighting in the pods. Put a mirror or two in there, some breakable items. Have fun. <sighs> but the problem is a camera crew or some sort of crew would have to travel to Atlanta or wherever 
this <sighs> love is True. blind, you know, warehouse is. Room is, yeah. You know, or they'd have to create one, right, mm-hmm. in Atlanta because you probably mm-hmm. don't want to force the housewives to travel and oh. they probably don't want to travel. Eddie, your idea is unfeasible. Uh, I'm just so upset. I, I had these ideas. Bravo can make it figure it out happen somehow. Okay, somewhere. but here's an idea to build off of your worry about the varying uh, Wi-Fi connection yeah. qualities and the varying video camera qualities, etc. What if Bravo sends each housewife setup, sends uh, them all the equipment? Too. Yeah, like a ring light, a camera, a computer. But then you all you have to worry about is the Wi-Fi. That's all you have to worry um, about. But they could test it beforehand. True. They could get a team out there, but oh no, you can't get a team out there. Right? That doesn't make sense. You probably See? don't want to do that. But look, we're doing the best we can, Eddie. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> um, much like we'll see how um, Candy and Todd's relationship will turn out because we saw that go through the ringer this week on Atlanta. Um, if you guys didn't know, Candy is an actress and she's on season three of The Shy, which is um. I can't remember what channel it's on, but it is a show on television. It is scripted fiction. So she is like real acting. It's not just reality show acting like she does in Atlanta every week. <laughs> um, she's playing a character and she has sex scenes, um, which Todd was like cool with evidently, but then wasn't so cool with to be when he was like got more honest with himself. Um, Candy is going to be gone for a little bit while she films these scenes. I think it was like eight weeks, right? I think it was 10 weeks. But the, but the baby is due in seven. See, which is insane. So she can't film for 10 weeks. You know, the, the baby is going to be here. She's going to need to take care of that newborn baby. So that was an issue. And I think she was saying that she wants to, which did she say she want, wanted to bring the surrogate out to Chicago? Or did she say she wanted to go back and forth more often? I think she said that they, they, she wanted to, Todd to come out to Chicago and like she'd be able to see him in Chicago. She I had some remedy though for seeing the baby. She's like, I need to see the baby when the baby's born I, because already the baby doesn't the baby, hear my voice. I think it was being in Chicago or something like that. It's I can't something remember. Like that. But yeah, I feel I, her. I mean, she probably wants to be there during a very crucial time, you know. But she when, also needs to work, you know what I mean? Right. So it's hard. I understand. Ugh, rough. Um, and then we got this curveball with Todd's career and like his attitude. Is that what we're gonna call it? Are we gonna call it for what it I is? I guess Todd's we call it his attitude. attitude. But he because he has some semblance of like depression, or he has these like feelings of like inadequacy, or or like he's aimless and 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 not working in his passion because he was saying, "I have a passion in film and TV. That's what I used to do. That's how he met Candy, right?" Yeah. Uh, and now he does stuff, as he says, which makes money, which is what people value, or at least, you know, this is his perception that people value money making. So he needs to make more money, but it doesn't actually yeah. fulfill him. So he's like feeling unfulfilled, but then he's feeling burdened by these expectations because he, you know, he has to make the money. So then people will see him in a certain light because that was like the initial criticism of him that yeah. he wasn't a breadwinner. I didn't see any of this before. It, it kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, there were maybe, I mean, like, little inklings of it, but... I don't know. I always feel like Todd has had, like, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. He feels like he has to be the certain person to be in Candy's world when that's not who Candy originally wanted anyway. She wants Todd for who he is. And I feel like Todd feels like he has to step up and be this person. 
to kind of fit into Candy's world because he feels inadequate because he's literally like an average Joe and Candy's always like, thank you for being part of my crazy life. So I don't know. I just feel like this has been like a long time coming. I feel like he's had these feelings for definitely more than just now. Um, it's just, it's just kind of upsetting to see it kind of blow up when Candy is kind of spread really thin. She's got this new acting job where she's like having to be out of the country. She's also filming Atlanta while she's having to be via surrogacy. And then Todd decides to throw all this on her. Like, if he's stressed, I understand, but she's also stressed too. And they need to be a unified team at this point and not, you know, be down each other's throats. So I don't know how this is going to turn out, but right now it's really not looking good because Todd definitely, Todd's got something, some kind of beef with Candy. They, they threw the uh, flashbacks uh, in there of Candy's mom calling him a gold digger. And I remember well, that used to be super tenacious. Well, yeah, and then that's the thing too. It's like, he, is he a kept like a kept boy? Like, is that is that why he's feeling inadequate? And maybe he is, and you know, that's something he's got to deal with. He always seemed comfortable with himself, though, and and I always felt like he was not only something secure in himself, but yeah. then he grew into his own. Like Candy has said, uh, they're a team, and he helps her, and she helps him, and he has. As he mentioned in this episode, become a businessman. Yeah. And he's taking on a lot of projects and they've been successful. They're just yeah. not passion projects. They're money-making yeah. projects, but he doesn't really care for them outside of that. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll we'll see where this goes. Um, and obviously they talked about doing couples therapy. Uh, he also mentioned how he was pissed that Candy, in his view, didn't really prioritize the family. And he made that whole comment about how Candy is out of town and then she comes home and then she books her whole schedule up and he's like, well, I, I want to see, see you. you. I like, want to be, yeah. Can I fit into that somewhere? And it, it, there was this interesting moment. I thought it was very real. And um, he said something like, unless you don't want to spend time with me. And Candy's like, no, no, I want to spend time with you. It's interesting. They've always been so rock solid. This was um, a little jarring. And, and like I said earlier, kind of a curveball. Um, we'll see where it goes. I don't know. I don't know. I know Candy's very sure of herself, and I know Candy will make the right decision for her and her family, but, you know, Todd can be a little bit needy. I'm going to say it. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of, um, well, not speaking of people that are needy, because, well, a needy. Needy sounds like needy, so I'm just going to talk about needy and Cynthia's little kiki <laughs> at, um, at the boutique, which was killing me from the moment they both walked in in like cheetah print like the same literal like cheetah print like outfit in the boutique and i was like these girls definitely called each other up beforehand which they didn't but it was great nonetheless um it was cute to see these two having fun um nini and cynthia got to talking about what was going to happen in greece and what cynthia was going to do ashley was going to portray nini in the greek tragedy which we none of us got to see but at least we got to see a little bit of Cynthia pretended to be Nini, which was pretty funny. And it was funny seeing like Nini like go back and forth with her. It was like Nini a la Nini. And I was I was loving it. <laughs> I was laughing to myself pretty hard. Um but what really made me happy was Portia just literally rolling through town, like rolling through the parking lot in the neighborhood and seeing Cynthia and Nini in like the store and like stopping her car in the parking lot and like calling them over and being like, hey girl, hey, and them all being like into each other and then she ended up inviting them to the march of dimes 
um, luncheon that she was having, that event, which we'll get to about later in the episode. Um, but I just think it's funny. It's always cute to see these moments that, like, makes you realize, oh, these ladies are friends, and they just do run into each other in the neighborhood, like, on accident. You know? It's like when we saw What's-Her-Face in the Instagrams from in the New York ladies. Oh, gosh, who was it? Kristen Takeman, remember? We were freaking oh, yeah. out. Because Kristen was, like, just happened to be in the same, like, Hamptons, 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 Hamptons neighborhood as the, as the ladies, like, shopping. We're like, oh, my gosh, Kristen Takeman. Same thing happened with Portia on the, this episode. It was great. Do you think Cynthia and Nini will be close again? I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know. They're, they, okay, here's the thing with because all Because even in this episode when Cynthia was talking to Eva, um... She was she wasn't too happy with Nini, or at the very least, she was calling out Nini because uh, I think Eva made the point, but Cynthia agreed. Like, you know, Nini doesn't understand th- that. Like, sometimes you do treat friends differently, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Cynthia gives more leeway to to Kenya. I mean, she does, um, and that's the truth. I mean, the thing is with all housewives relationships, I think there always is an ability to mend the friendship, unless you're Dan- Danielle Staub. But like, for the most part everyone's going to get back together. So I think Cynthia and Kenya will be fine eventually, but like, whatever. Um, let's talk about Cynthia and Eva though. Talk, uh, and their little conversation situation. Um, Eva was not in Greece as we know, because she was pregnant, pregnant and she has had her baby. It was a 22 hour labor, which she said was her shortest labor, which makes me go, Oh my God, <laughs> 22 hours was your shortest labor. Insanity. Do you know what um, the average labor is? I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Do you? No, I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. That feels like a long time, but I, f- I, I don't, don't know. know. And I'm sorry if everyone who's listening is like, oh my God, how can you not know? But well, like, I'm Two men talking right about labor. <laughs> yeah, first of all, and one is a gay man and does not need to, you know, <laughs> worry about that anytime soon. Um, but yeah, I, I, the baby's cute. Like she said, the nose is strong, um, which I was dying when Eva said that. Um, the baby is adorable. I was I was living for the little baby photo shoot. I love seeing those like super cheesy. The babies like they because they get the rooms really hot and those things, so the babies are just really like super comfortable and like limp, and they could like mold their bodies in every which way because their like bones are jello at that point. I always think those photo shoots are so silly. So it was funny <laughs> seeing um Eva do one of those. Um, but yes, but Cynthia and Eva had a little conversation about what went down in Greece. Cynthia's like, you know what? Look, if I, I think this is in her confessional, but still applies. She's like, if I stop being friends with everybody who talks shit on me, then I wouldn't have friends. Yeah. And that's basically how she looks at it. Uh, except when it comes to Nini, I guess. Uh, but like well, Eva said, they're trying to ice Nini out that. And, uh, like Eva said, you know, sometimes you just treat friends differently. You know what? And sometimes you just do. Kenya has a little bit extra, wiggle room to play with when it comes to talking shit yes yeah that's basically what it came down to that's all it comes down to at the end of the day um but we're so happy for eva as well and her new little maverick um how many kids does she have three now i believe okay she said she wanted five i think this is her third and then she has the girl a boy another boy Cause I think it's, I think it's, I can't remember her daughter's name. I want to say Marley, uh, Marley, Michael and Maverick. Those are their names. I could be completely wrong. 
Um, You're just like inventing it. I feel like that's right. I feel like the names are Marley Maverick and Michael. But I'm completely wrong. Eddie, I Googled it. And according to Baby Center UK. Okay, totally, totally real. It could be. It says if you're a first time mum, it's actually spelled M U M. Oh, I love mum. Mum. If you're a first time mum, it's like Harry Potter. Active labor may take about eight hours. Oh, so like it's like a full day's work. Full day's work. So um, get out a baby. It's much more than a full day's work to be a mother and have a baby. I know that. But so twenty two hours does seem long. Twenty two hours seems like a long time. Yeah, but it's her shortest, which is like. Yeah, it goes. And she's going to do two more. Wow. Power to power to Eva. Um, but we ended with the March of Dimes um, luncheon that Portia was being honored as being a celebrity ambassador for them because of her work with them. Um, she talks about um, the work that they do for, you know, mothers yep. um, and babies and children. And it's really nice to see, you know, the philanthropy that Portia's getting into, and it was a time for all the women to sit down and kind of share their own stories and their experiences in all different journeys of womanhood and motherhood. And it was a really beautiful thing to see. You know, these ladies sometimes are at each other's necks. They're sometimes fighting. They're always going at it. But they can sit down and they can have a very strong, powerful moment with each other, and they can connect on such a deeper level. And I really do love seeing these moments, even though it did kind of end in like a little bit of shade that I think was like a little bit of drama stirring, which we'll get into. But all in all, it was nice to see the woman really come together. Yeah, and, and that was an emotional uh, moment with Marlo. Mm-hmm. When, when Marlo talked about having two ectopic pregnancies, she talked about how like with her, I think, 16 nieces and nephews, she's been able to be a mother. She's a munty. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I she, loved this. Yeah, and she, she cares uh, for her nieces and nephews like a mother. You know, and I believe Portia talked about having a miscarriage and who else? Um, they all talked about their, their experiences as expecting mothers um, and it got really emotional. And then there was this one yeah. moment with uh, Shamia yes. and Kenya and it kind of seemed like, I don't know if this is what you're referring to, but it kind of seemed like Kenya was being shady. Toward, to be, yeah. towards Portia or like because she kept on like reiterating like oh I know Portia's so close but you know she called me and you know yeah it was that it was that moment it was where Shamia was talking about when her water broke early and the first person she called was Kenya mm-hmm. and Portia who's much better friends with Shamia is like whoa, whoa whoa Kenya was the first one to call and it was kind of one of those things where it kind of blindsided Portia a bit and Kenya was kind of I think adding into the story to kind of be like, yeah, yeah, it was me. It was me to kind of put it in Portia's face to kind of use it to kind of get ahead of her, which I don't get. I feel like like really Kenya's... digging in the knife. Didn't yeah, you feel, feel that like... way? Yes. And the thing is, is that Kenya always does this. Like Kenya thinks she's joking. And, but the way she jokes is so mean, like, it's not funny. Like, well, I think yeah, she was it's trying not to be funny, funny and it's kind yeah. of cruel. Yes. It's exactly what it is. And I think that's her problem is that she's just cruel. And I think she was, like, just thinking she was, like, making a joke and just adding on to the story when it was, like, you're being a bitch, Kenya. Oh, and it was, it was kind of sad, too, because Portia was keeping it super professional, obviously, it being oh, her yeah. event. And the setting, it's, like, not the right setting to, to pop off on anyone. Oh, absolutely not. Um, but the hurt in her face. 
Mm-hmm. Like you could see it immediately. Like she kind of became stoic. She didn't look angry, but she but went she from glowing like, to all of a sudden looking really, a little really bit hurt. more tense. Yeah. Super tense. Like, what's going on here? Why is this happening? And we and there's no explanation really to it. And she says in her confessional, I, I don't really understand. This is the first I've heard of of this that that should yeah. be called Kenya first. Why didn't she call me? Kind of yeah, a bizarre she, moment. Yeah. It was very weird. It was a very weird moment. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I think this is going to come back. I think this is something. You think so? Porsche's, I think Portia's going to bring it up again. Okay. I feel like I feel like it's going to not Portia for some weird reason. I was wondering if this was just going to be a very strange aside that's not, not addressed until the reunion. But yeah, maybe it does come up in the season again. It was really weird because it kind of comes out of nowhere, especially yeah. it's like after a series of very emotional reflections, right? Yes. And then Shamia brings that up, which isn't a problem. But Kenya is like laughing like, oh, and I don't know why she called me. Like yeah. she should have called Portia. But, you know, I don't know. She just called me needling yeah. at Portia. Yeah. And it's bugging her. So. I think I and I think this is like all that joking. We saw her do it with Cynthia in Greece. We're seeing her doing it now with Portia. So I think people are going to be like, "Hey, Kenya, we're over it," because I think Kenya's upset and she just wants everyone else to feel a little bit bad too. <laughs> I think that's what it really comes down to at the end of the day. Kenya's so petty and very calculated. She's the pettiest and the and the most calculated. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You could see her her like gears grinding. Wheels turning always, yeah. always, yeah, nonstop. It didn't make sense in that moment, though. Like, is no. there one moment you could keep sacred? No, there isn't. In Kenya's mind, there's not a single moment. So anyway, I guess we got, I don't know, three, four, nine episodes to go. I have no idea. Next week could we be the finale. I have no clue. Episodes, we have 43 episodes left. 43? I hope finale. so. Yeah. That's, that's all we have left. More content, um, please. Honestly. Honestly and truly. But so far, Atlanta's been great. Um, yeah. I mean, I've had no complaints, really. Yeah, can you tell me when the finale actually is so I don't watch every episode thinking this could be the finale? Well, we'll find out. Every, just treat every episode like it's the finale. That's how you should really watch watching every episode like it's the finale. I think um, we covered it all. I think we mentioned it all, Armin. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. And if you aren't already, please subscribe wherever you're listening to, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Also, go to the App Store and check out TV Code. That's TVCO. Download it and follow us because we are live Monday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, it's really fun and you get to chat with us. And if you're on social media, you can find us by searching at H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. Armin, where can people find you? You could find me at Armin, M-A-H. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you can find me there. Uh, and we will see you guys next time.